Hey everybody, Shaman Hawk here. So, you know the uh, metaphysical circuit, new age industry, whatever you want to call it these days, the heebie-jeebiness always goes in these cycles, like everything else, I suppose. And the terms and the uh, cliches, they, they make those same cycles. But here we're at this particular time, one of the things we're hearing about is the <clears throat> the Great Awakening, the Cosmic Awakening, the uh, uh, the Quickening, and you know, whatever the term may be, and depending on the area you're at, I suppose. Um, but there is something happening, you know, and people ask me about it, so I figure I'd make a couple comments and so on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sawdust, not COVID. One of the things I want to bring up, as I've repeated in several times in workshops and lectures and other videos, is our handlers and the puppeteers, the globalists, you know, they they know these events are coming, just like any good shaman, um, <clears throat> psychic, empath, they would know. Any astrologer would see these things coming, these gateways, portholes, opportunities, let's just call them. And they know when these things are coming, and they plan their things to keep people distracted. Why? It comes down to just basic greed and power-mongering. The truth is, at this time, we have <clears throat> a, a great possibility, a great opportunity, to create life on Earth as just total paradise. There's the resources and the, definitely the wealth to do that. But there's that mentality of the super rich, uh, successful people of like, why should we, the elites, do that for them, the working class, the poor, our desirables, and all those names. And I suppose when they feel like they're really rich, they've succeeded, it gives them rights to do things. You know, it doesn't really matter what we think or feel about it. You know, kind of like Bill Gates wanting to dim the sun. You know, um, <clears throat> but realistically, like I said, we could have a wonderful time here, but they don't want that. And they actually want to prevent anything that make it even possible. And how it could be possible is if more of the mass, you know, we got to that critical mass, hundred monkey kind of a, a mentality that we get the message and start acting on the messages, the dreams and start to see positive change happening almost instantly and then it just encourages more people to get out of that hamster wheel and say yes i want to be a part of this you know and people like to be part of things that are bigger than themselves that serve the greater good you know people like to have purpose and this is an excellent opportunity for that as well but we could <clears throat> so one one example i like to talk about is like it wasn't that long ago when, you know, the planets were going to make this alignment. And, planet, you know, we do that in the solar system regularly. And But this particular alignment was going to go right to the galactic center. And this would have been the perfect time that the world leaders could have said, you know, don't go to work, don't go to school, don't do anything, but get with people you love in a wonderful environment, the best you can get, and think about world peace, prosperity, just making life on earth a paradise but no 
our puppeteers and handlers took that as an excellent opportunity to start the first Gulf War. And this alignment didn't last too long, you know, as most alignments don't. And that military campaign ended right about the time where that alignment was disarrayed enough to not be that effective. One of the shortest military campaigns in American history. Just enough to distract the people. Instead of sitting and med meditating and thinking about, you know, making paradise on earth, people would go home and turn on the TV and watch who the smart bomb killed. Several times I've read where archaeologists have said it's an interesting thing about earth. It's as if life has been extinguished from the planet completely at least three times and somehow it just comes back. And they say they watched the de decline of humanity through archaeology and then they say that for some reason it just looks like people just kind of like don't want to be here and they just start to die out and it's like something intervenes and the human experiment changes a little bit. Uh, we go through some little bit of a jump in our evolution and then we start to take off and for another uphill run. And then we watch through the history that, that uh, empires do great things and then they fall and all that and that whole cycle of you know strong men make good times good times make weak men weak men make hard times and people just don't seem to want to have peace it seems but they could so at this time this is a beautiful beautiful opportunity for one more opportunity in the ch in a series of those we can really jump forward and here we are on the last in this past two years it's been anything and everything to be able to block people from that uh, chance to make one of the biggest jumps in human history you know for the four years before this I was traveling through Europe you know in one of my cycles that seemed to last four or five years and particularly spent a lot of time on the eastern side of Europe, which used to be all enemy territory when I was in the Marine Corps during the Cold War. And watching the people grow in their spiritual evolution was just phenomenal. And my whole, you know, last 40 years of, you know, my shamanic day-to-day -day practice, and it was just been amazing the last the four years before this whole scamdemic and I was just watching people's psychic abilities, hands-on healing abilities, the energy healing circles, uh, divinations. I mean, people were just tuning into the earth, especially the women, you know, in the Hungarian-speaking areas of Hungary and in Romania. It was just phenomenal the, the the attunement that these people had to the land and geomancy and alchemy and herbology. The uh, they just knew these women were so in tune. It was just amazing to watch. They would watch somebody just getting into shamanism, just straying away from the church, and to watch them just uh, improve leaps and bounds with almost no formal training just because they were dropping the programming and just had the simple desire to connect to the information that was once abundantly shared with their ancestors.
It was a beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. And I thought for sure when I came back to the States in March of the March 2nd, 2020, you know, that we we're the following year when I went back, you know, it was just going to be the peak. That would be my apex of my shamanic life. And I would watch the, just the clouds part, you know, and the angels sing kind of a thing you'd see in a movie. But no, the scandemic hit just to slam everything shut. But, you know, and I thought, well, this this will be over shortly, just like the other, you know, bird flu, the swine flu, and all that other stuff. This won't last long. And, but man, this was different, and it wasn't even as severe as the others. You know, a very coordinated global effect. You know, because what we were doing was just spreading around the world. It wasn't just some localized spiritual movement. This was a global chain reaction to people's attunement and reconnection with the land. And I thought for sure 2020 would beat it. But here we are going into 2022 and still playing this scamdemic game. So the Great Awakening is going to happen in the event itself, not necessarily the effect, because that's up to the people. And what this really is, is this pulse, because of the work that we've been doing for the last 20 years at least, you know, and it is that part where enough people got the sense, broke away from the programming, <clears throat> and made a relationship reconnected a relationship with the source and it's like a fragmented uh, unification so you get one person here that might did it to about two percent of where they could be another person five percent another person or maybe a couple more percent but enough of them together collectively spread out through the planet and then it just takes that one moment you know, where that just ripples through everybody's consciousness and they just jump up again, jump up again. And they, their physio physiology catches up to what happened to their spirituality. And then it just, it, it just increases until finally there's this jump. It's like this arc of lightning that throughout the consciousness that goes through the connectedness of Earth and the human consciousness. And it just triggers these gateways or portholes to be opened up. And I don't want to put that in the movie sense where you just see the, the air opening or something like that. But it's more of a interdimensional shift, you know, to use another New Age cliche. But a lot of this stuff, people say, oh, you know, what do we need to do? What practices, what ceremonies, what crystals to buy? What course should I sign up for? None of the above. Because the real key to this, as in all the real evolution, is basically having the storage space within you and the permeability to allow this information to come through you. You know, the instinct, what people call instinct in animals, some of it's just in, you know, information and responses to things from being birthed as that species but a lot of it too is them just being unprogrammed uncluttered and the information just comes through they know where to be where not to be when to 
uh, start migrating or you know hibernating and it's all triggered responses a lot of it but then within the conscious mind of the human now we can add to that you know we can our consciousness can reach out a little bit you know our innovativeness can be triggered in <clears throat> ways that can really help in sustainability and that's where we're at now you know this is the time when people will just not listen to the mainstream narrative where they can get a connectedness and this connectedness can be you know the everyday person can start coming up with symbols or design and build something that that can really help people here and people are like well what could I do you know you remember sweat lodges are a great thing if the alchemy and the geomancy is done well but some people just got an idea to do that maybe just one person did that and then another person felt good afterwards and another person and they it became this thing you know and then of course people want to you know feel intelligent so they're going to you know connected to those gods or whatever and they're going to come up with this thing that eventually becomes dogmatic but if you can get past that and go back into the simplicity of ceremony you know and the ceremony is just an action with purpose and intent and to know to know to heal to do and this is a time when people can just go within themselves and this is a time when I would not suggest people go through these courses and buying all these extra things to help them with the great awakening because in the reality you don't need anything at all if anything you need to lose some things and and that's all that uh, public social programming everything that stimulates the fear guilt and shame you know so when you're hearing all this stuff about the great awakening you know just think of it in the most simple terms think about it as like if you were if you've been asleep and you woke up what's the first thing that happened you have to like look around like okay yep checklist I'm still here <laughs> this is my bed or this is where I went to sleep and I woke up there you know what will I do today what's important to me today you know and then check yourself with that like why is that important if, it, if today was the last day of your life would the important things <clears throat> that normally occupy your mind would they be occupying your mind right now you know <clears throat> kind of go through your mind and your belief systems Hold on, I'm gonna get myself a drink here now the law of the programming is like having too many apps open on your phone it just takes a lot of power and it just slows down valuable processes of things that you really need start looking at your belief systems when I mean, you take any opinion in life talk about you know the rights and wrongs the commandments of life the thing the things you should and shouldn't do what's good and what's bad and look at all these things and ask yourself is that how you really feel or is was that opinion that standard and those ethics and moral guidelines were they really yours or you just accepted them because that's what everybody else did this is the time in the great awakening for you to really allow yourself to be unique and everybody in his key words about the political these days is about diversity 
You know, I travel the world a lot. You know, I go a lot of places Americans don't go. You know, and the one thing that I see in every country is the, the Western style of clothes. Some remote areas people will dress into their the way their ancestors did, but not that much. It's, they'll go to the second-hand store and buy Western clothes because that's what you go. So where's the diversity in that? Well, the same thing in the diversity of thinking. You know, people will believe a lot of the same stuff just because everybody else does. There's nothing diverse about that. Diversity is everyone allowing themselves to be unique. And that's what you can do. If you really want to make the best, get the best out of this time period that people are referring to as this great awakening, allow yourself to be true to yourself, no matter what anybody else thinks. And by allowing that, you're just dropping a lot of dead weight. A lot of stuff is just going to be dragging you down as a current of new information and new ideas and perceptions is trying to sweep you up into the future. Allow all that dead weight to go. That's somebody else's stuff. It doesn't have to be yours. In this great awakening, we could find ourselves, once we actually wake up and get out of you know, our old sleeping consciousness, we could find ourselves truly standing at the edge of a new world. You know, a, a world that really understands how to be sustainable. A world that's okay with a little bit of discomfort for, a, for the work that's needed to provide a more sustainable and sensible future. You know, we, it can be uncomfortable at first, but we're, we can grow into that. It's just a different type of a strength and skill set. You know, practice minimization. You know, look at the things that you have around you. Do you really need them? You know, you have, you know, the most valuable <laughs> clothes in your closet are the things you wear the most. I heard that the other day. That's so true. You know, what is this great awakening? Is it celestial events? Yeah, there's some. Is it geological or earth-based events? There's some. Is it inter interdimensional? There's some. But a lot of it is a shift of our solar system and our earth in that. You know, our God, as we're just whizzing through space, you know, at a phenomenal speed, we're affected by our environment. Not just in our locale on the planet, but where the planet is and the solar system and that part of space that it's going through. And that has a lot to do with it as well. It's not just the alignment of, you know, random configurations of stars billions of light years away, but it's where we are in space, in the matter, in that dark stuff that we don't really understand just yet. Isn't that interesting? There's so many mysteries out there, and we're still focused to what's on social media. But the Great Awakening is a chance to, you know, really be that human being that hasn't been here yet as a species, as a consciousness. This is a time when when science and shamanism become, you know, closely intertwined and where one of those disciplines can complement and enlighten the other and vice versa. I'm happy to be here at this time. 
it's kind of crazy in these last two years, but I watch how things have grown since my birth, you know, in early in April of 1958, and just what I've seen in my lifetime. And some of the, living a life of shamanism, I really got to see the potential of humanity, and it's a beautiful picture. But here we are, you know, at the edge of this opportunity. And while I see the potential of where we could go as a species and have really the paradise on earth, I also see that the apathy and inaction can really take us down into the darkest times to make to make us yearn for the times of the dark ages. You know, this it really can go that bad. But it's going to take effort to really get us down there. And this is the strange part that people have really backwards. It's going to take a lot of effort to send humanity down into a living hell on this planet. Because a lot of energy has to be made to push people towards that. To have people finally mentally degrade, spiritually degrade, where they fall into that trap. But on the other hand... It's relatively easy to get people into the uh, frame of mind that could make this paradise on earth because they'll want to do that. See, they don't want to go where they're being led now, so it's going to take a while and a lot of energy to do that. But they do want the easy life. They do want to feel like something greater than themselves. And all they need to be able is to have the opportunity to see that that's not just available, but it's very possible and easy to attain. And that's also part of that great awakening. Is showing people, hey, look, you know, this is what's right at your fingertips. So what can people get out of this personally? A lot of it's power. And with that comes, you know, the lessons, of course, how to abuse it, how to misuse it, or such like fire or learning how to use a knife. There's going to be some wounds and some learning curves, but that's when we learn that we do best. You know, learning, how is that, that saying? Learning to do dangerous things carefully. That's a beautiful line. You know. So people, I'm going to ask you, think about this. Where do you want to be in five years? You know, and you think, well, it's a long time in the future. Just look at how fast the last two went. Five years ago fast. I can tell you 60 years went real fast. So, ask, and you can't wait on other people to do this collectively. You, you have to make your move. This is when each person breaks out of their own restraints and follows their heart. That's the greatest example. That's how you really get people to go marching into the profitable highly healthy and sustainable balanced lifestyle in the future by you making your move towards you being unique you may not have a plan you may not have a clear destination but just know that you want to get out of the lifestyle that you're in if you don't like how your things your life is going if you don't see a bright future just know that you want to change that admit it so I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I want to be a part of the Great Awakening. And I want to be one of those people that say, I made this happen. 
I'm happy with the sacrifices I made. I'm happy that I took the harder road a little bit. It's not, it's not a miserable road. It's just a little bit different because it's just not the habits that you're used to making. It's all doable, people. You know, I've seen this so clearly in the work that I've done. I've And I've traveled war zones and disaster areas, and I've watched... I see the best of humanity in the shine through the hardest of conditions. What we're dealing with right now is just of the mind. The mind is making it look bad and feel bad. The mind of the media is doing that. And if we don't see anything else, we just hold on to that. The thing is, we forget how to imagine what we want. We forget how to vision, how to desire, how to dream. Because hey, that's the other picture. It's not just what the media paints. The other pictures are what the ones you want to create. And that's where you put your energy. And when you're putting your energy towards those dreams, that's what starts to undermine the lamestream media narrative. Never, never underestimate the power of simple desire. But they're trying to take that away from us too. The desire to want something different. The desire to have a really enjoyable life. And the people I talk to, so many people are thinking about suicide. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. And we just start talking about other possibilities. Not just dreams, but like real possibilities. Practical application. And they had to see that, wow, all I have to do is just change a little bit of a degree of thinking... And I can have a different reality in the future. I'm like, yeah, you can. Absolutely. And let's all do this. We don't have to do it collectively as a coordinated conscious group maneuver. Each person wanting to have a great life and wanting to be able to share good times with everybody else. If everybody does that their way, it will work. It can't fail. It just can't. So let's all do this and make all this madness stop this year, this winter, springtime. Let's make springtime 2022 our, our gateway into paradise.